This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You made it. It's a Friday morning. You're hanging out in the break room. Ron's just classic rock, 96.5 WCMF. How's it going, buddy? Pretty good, buddy. What's going on, female buddy? Doing good, buddy. 38 degrees right now. Going to get up into the low 40s. It was. Uh, it's getting colder than it was earlier this week. It was raining like hell this morning. Yeah, it's still going a little yeah. bit. Yeah. And uh, it looks like it's going to be raining for most of the rest of the day. Bye. So high of 41 <laughs> today, high of 41 tomorrow. We were supposed to get near 50 tomorrow and that kind Ain't of... It looks like, uh, yeah, sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, like, there are conversations I want to have that I can't have with you because you have absolutely no grasp on things like this. No way. Well, Kimmy, I think, maybe be able to help me. Are you right. sure? Well, only because you've had the daughter-father relationship. Okay. Uh, it's a big weekend this weekend in the Duffy household. What do you got growing up? Uh, it is the Aquinas, where my daughters go to school, mm-hmm. daddy-daughter dance. Oh, okay. That's still a thing. Go ahead and get it out. What? You are creeped out by the daddy-daughter dance. <laughs> I'm going to let you do your dance. No, 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 no. Let's get it out of the way up front. I, 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 I don't get it, but I understand. What's there not to get? I don't okay. know. It seems it seems like something they did in the 50s. I always kind of thought that um, they didn't do this anymore because not everybody has a dad. Okay, that's oh, a good yeah, point. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I, yeah. I didn't know they still, you know, that's was that prominent still. No, yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, I call it the daddy-daughter dance. There may be maybe a different official else. Okay. name, right? They, they rebranded. You, yes, like, you know, the guardian-daughter <laughs> dance doesn't yeah. really like, have the same, same pop to no, it. pop to it. Right. So, okay. uh, both of my, I have a daughter in sixth grade, she's 11, a daughter mm. in eighth grade, she's 13. And uh, my youngest... Is over the moon. Oh, so they're both going. We're both going. Okay. Well, yeah. What am I going to do? Pick one. Well, I didn't know if it was <laughs> like for an older girl. I didn't know what the, the age was. No, it does you... seem like it would get a little complicated with two kids at this kind of thing. I mean, look, it's just it's like a dinner. Yeah. They have a DJ, all that fun okay. stuff. So I went through this experience the first time last year with my oldest, yeah. and it was an interesting experience. And here's the problem. Yeah. So, like I said, my youngest, it cannot wait. We went out. She went out and bought a oh, dress adorable. like last Saturday. She She's asking me as she's shopping for her dress, what should I get that'll match with what you're planning on wearing? <laughs> and I'm like, you just get your thing and yeah. I'll figure it out from there. Uh, my oldest could not care less. Yeah. And well, I, she's at that age, yeah. man, where this is probably not cool anymore. Yeah. It was already not cool last year. Yeah. Like, we went and she was like back and forth, like, this is going to be fun. I don't want to be there. And mm. like, even while we were there, she was like a total wet blanket. Like, <laughs> she didn't want to do any fun stuff. She just wanted to like sit around. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. So on one hand, mm. 
I'm going to have this excited 11-year-old that can't wait to do all of the fun things they're going to have at this event tomorrow night. Yeah, embrace that. On the other hand, I'm going to have a 13-year-old who I know will be actively trying to ruin the time of the 11-year-old. I'm surprised she even is going. I don't know if she wants to go. Yeah. Can but, she bail if she wanted to? Or is well, like, is it more so like her friends will be there, so she wants to be there too? I or? don't. I, so she had mentioned, I don't even think any of my friends are going. Oh. She has to go because my wife is obsessed with this idea okay. of the daddy-daughter dance. Right. Remember, a couple of years ago, I had my daughter had a hockey tournament in sixth grade that fell on the same weekend, and it became like a legitimate yeah. marital argument okay. where I was like, we have to go to the hockey tournament. And I was like, no, these are memories you're making with your children. All right. So I'm going to have to try and figure out a way. Because you got two different personalities. One hundred, They could not yeah. be more opposite of each other. Like, my youngest is kind and caring and empathetic. Well, there's a huge jump from 11 to 13. Like, that's where you really start to, to make that Throttle teenager up. yeah, yeah, turn. Yeah. <laughs> the teenager <laughs> turn. That's an interesting yeah. way to put it. Right. So, I guess here's what I'm getting at. And I know I'm not the only father that is going through this. All of you guys that had daughters that are now older than, like, 15, 16, 17 will understand. I understand that I have to continue to make memories with my 13-year-old. Right. While she is actively fighting against me making memories with her. <laughs> Can't yeah. force it. And Well, but that's just it. I don't know what I'm supposed to do because it would be easy for me to be like, all right, listen, clap my hands. You do you. You be mm. an independent person and go off. But if I did that, she'd never leave a room. Mm. I also don't want to be that dad that's like, hey, I made fluffer noodle sandwiches. We got high C. Guess what? We're going to go see a movie today. Because everybody hates that dad. I don't want to smother her. So yeah. I'm trying to find this soft middle of, hey, we're going to make memories. Hey, I know when you're 23, you're going to look back and go, I was a horrible teenage kid. Yeah. Without like alienating her to the point where she gets to 30 and she needs to go to therapy because my daddy abandoned me. <laughs> That's that's the tightrope I'm trying to walk. Okay, here. all right, but I guess there's really no rule. I mean, it's yeah. almost like it's improv. You got to just feel it out as you go with her emotions. Have you ever tried to feel out a 13 year old girl's emotions as you go? No, but I guess like it's such a crapshoot. You don't know what you're going to get moment to moment. So it's almost like you can't even you can't even plan a strategy. I'm guessing you can't even plan a strategy with somebody that you don't know where they're going to go. I, I I don't even know <clears throat> what to expect when we get there. Because she could walk in, and there's like little snacks, and there's a DJ, and there's like a Ooh, photo snacks. booth. Like typical, like, yeah. you know, teenage girl stuff. Open B? Yeah, of like juice. <laughs> so like she could walk in there and be like, ooh, and like see a friend mm-hmm. and be like, ooh, and everything's got to be fantastic. She could walk in there and want to look cool and be like, this is lame, and just push face. <laughs> yeah. and I have a question. Yeah. Has she hurt your feelings yet? Oh yeah, all the time. Okay, I was gonna say because I remember like that, like the first time I, I ge- like I genuinely hurt my mom's feelings, and like at the time you don't think anything of it, but yeah. like looking back, I was like, wow, I really made my mom upset there. Like she wasn't even angry; she was just sad. Yeah. So like I try to, and this makes me sound like such like a new age douche. No, no, no. Go ahead, douche. Look, I do- <laughs> Daddy douche. I want my kids to know what's like going on with everybody in the house at all times. Like, mm-hmm. what I mean is, like, open communication. Yeah. Hey, right. I'm feeling this way because you did this, all right? Because right? I didn't have that when I was a kid, and it was just, like, a total, like, I don't know what mom and dad are thinking, but, ah! All right. So, like, there was a couple of weeks ago where uh, I was, we were leaving. She had, she had a hockey game, and she had lost, they lost the game. Mm. So we're walking out, and I go to put my arm around her, and, like, she, like, slinks away from me and goes, Ugh! 
<laughs> and I don't know why. Yeah. I was like, I, it upset well, me. Well, of course yeah. it is. It's rejection. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, but it's a 13-year-old girl. I should I have You're trying but to still. be nice. Yes. Yeah. But that's me. Like, hey, like, look, there's worse things in the world. I understand what you're going through. Everything's mm. okay. Dad's here, right? right? Like, it's okay. So, like, we get in the car, and I'm like, what was that? And I'm like, I try to explain to her. I'm like, you know, we used to be, like, you know, best friends. We would hang out all the time, and I understand that you're growing up, and I want you to have your independence and stuff like that. Mm. But, like, I just want you to know, like, that hurt my feelings. Right. That really hurt my feelings. And she was just like, Bleh. <laughs> all right. I don't know what to do now. I don't either, man. Thanks for the help. I appreciate well, it. Well, you said I this is Kimmy's uh, thing. Well, no, it's just so funny I, to me for years and years and years before I your parents Raise your kids. Oh, you parents. Bitch, you know parents. what it is? Because it's your kids. He doesn't want to say anything bad about the kids. Yeah, That's yeah, what no, it really is. No, he's right. Because if this was anyone else telling us to do it, would you tell girl? What a dick kid. <laughs> I don't know. I think you got to buckle up because it's only going to get worse. No, but like, I don't want to be. And I don't think that there's really anything you can do differently to change her reaction to you. I think it's just growing pains. I think she just doesn't want to be around dad at at a certain point in her life. She'll come back. I just remember cringing anytime I saw my parents coming to anything (laughs) I was doing because they were such asses. They would just make such a spectacle of themselves. They looked ridiculous. They they were loud, they were dumb, and like and this is all I could think of in my head was like, and they gave me a great life, right? But it's still, yeah. I couldn't stand the sight of them, and I don't know how to explain it, but <laughs> you explained it pretty well. <laughs> I didn't uh, like my parents, but like just the sight of they hadn't even done anything yet. <laughs> yeah, it's like Jesus Christ, here they come. Well, you could be the best parent in the world, and your kid still thinks you're wrong, which is fine. Yeah. I, I understand yeah. that, but, but that feeling you can't that I, I can't, yeah. can't control that. No, but like here's the thing. Here's the thing. What's that? Like I'm not loud, dumb. Shut up. <laughs> I like to think I know. Where I can insert myself in places where I'm not going to embarrass. Like, I yeah, don't I intention- I'm not my dad. Yeah. I'm not intentionally embarrassing right. my kid. Mm-hmm. My dad would go out of his way with all of us mm-hmm. to try and intentionally embarrass us in front of our friends, in front of you know members of the opposite. It's belittling. Sex. Yes, exactly. It's bullying and belittling. But like it was weird. Like my dad in his 40s wanted to be the coolest kid in high school. Right. You don't even go here, man. <laughs> right. Like I get it. I don't want to be that guy. Right. Right. So I just. But your but your kid can't appreciate. What you went through with your dad, right? That 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 was your. He she can't appreciate. Wow, like you're way cooler than what grandpa was like. Well, I, like, would, like, he, he, I would like to think so. But she can't. But she doesn't. That her world is just, just you. No, you're right. You're right. I you get know? it. Again, again, I understand. It's all hormones and it's all emotion. Mm. And you're right. There's nothing I can do to like put a stop to that. I guess my biggest fear is What's if that? I finally go. All right, I'm gonna let her do her yeah. thing. And she just, like, gets so far off into, like, isolation and teenage girl stuff that, like, one day she's going to look at me at 27 and be like, you weren't there for me. Yeah, but don't those kids, like, go in their bedroom and, like, invent things? No. Some are just... Like, Bezos and, you know... No. Microsoft and, you know, Apple. Some just, like... go the other way. Yeah. Yeah, they become, like, guitar aficionados. My daughter doesn't play. She plays the ukulele in a class that she (laughs) has. The ukulele is coming back. Is it? Yeah. (laughs) Jazz ukulele is huge right now. Yeah, no, I hear that uh, the half Jamaican, half Irish girl has a good chance at having a massive make you rich. You could send her to the Tiny Tim Institute. (laughs) Kimmy doesn't know who that is. You don't know who Tiny... Yeah, uh, like, parody singer. She only know that because Tommy worked with him and he bragged about it for some reason. (laughs) Tiny Tim didn't brag about working with Tiny Tim. <laughs> I got his autograph on a plate. <laughs> okay. 
Kimmy, what age did uh, you realize you were unfair to uh, your dad as a teenager? So, uh, you're I don't a, you're ever really remember having that with mug. my dad. <laughs> I thought my dad was cool up until about eighth grade, probably. Okay. You know, right. so like my 13? dad was the fun parent. He like eighth grade's like thirteen. Right right. Come in, blasting music. He'd bring snacks for everybody when right. we carpool. That's cool. And then I think yeah, it's like high school where you're just like I'm. I'm I'm my own person now. Okay. Back off. I, I also find myself doing and saying pathetic things to try and like sway my daughter. Because yeah, like, like I, I have this, I, I'm not going to like spoil her. I'm not going to mm. do it. I'm not going to give her everything she wants. Right. Yeah. That's the worst thing. But like, so they we, they had a hockey tournament in Oswego last week. And two of her friends and she wanted to go to this candy store that was down the street from yeah. the hotel. And then there was a thrift shop and all teenage girls love thrift shops now. Yeah. So I go, tell you what, I'll take you. Okay. So we all load in the car. We go to the candy shop. I pay, I paid for all the candy for all the girls. Nice. Wow. Yes. Big shot. Seventeen dollars. <laughs> yeah, that is a lot of candy. That was one of those like artisan candy places. Oh. Yeah. The girls were disappointed. But then we went <laughs> to the thrift shop. They did their thing, and I bring them back. And yesterday, before we're leaving for hockey practice, my oldest is like, "You never do anything." Yeah, it's a typical conversation. Yeah. And I was like, "Wait a minute." <laughs> I took you and your friends to a candy shop, and then I took you and your friends to a thrift store. How could you even say that to me? Like, and then yeah. I say it out loud, I'm like, you bitch, what is wrong I can wrong do with and you? do for you, but when I ask you to do one thing, I get the sourpuss. No, it was like me arguing with, like, my yeah. sixth grade girlfriend. I bought you a carnation, and I held your head at the yeah. rose skating party, and you're going to break up with me? And nothing. No, it just, uh, what It's happened? never enough. It's never I, good enough. Ah. Uh, Hey, enjoy all the daddy daughter dances while you can. No, but that's what I'm saying. Like I'm, I know it'll be fun with the youngest one. Mm. It's, it, it, I don't know if I'll be able to enjoy the oldest one. And do I just like set her free? That's yeah, you do. Yeah, you can't force her to I, hang yeah, out with you. I'm not gonna like grab her and make no, her like dance with me. Mm. But like, I'm also a little bit nervous about the optics from the other dads because you know parents. But those guys are probably going through it too. I don't know, but parents love. To judge each other. Oh, yeah. That's what we do. We look mm-hmm. at other parents and we go, I'm a better parent because, mm-hmm. and then we go to some other parent and be, hey, did you see what that parent did? Because I'm a better parent, you're a better parent, we're better parents, right? Like, I don't want my oldest to, like, make a scene or do something tonight where, like, or uh, tomorrow night where all the other dads are like, oh, oh like a meltdown. I would be afraid of a meltdown, like a public meltdown. That's, that would be my biggest fear. Yeah. yeah, but she wouldn't want to embarrass herself. Sometimes right? they can't control all it. All right. You ladies. I don't. Mm. I don't know. I think I, that would stand out to me. The girl that threw a fit at a dance. I've watched. I mean, like I've seen girls. I've been with my daughter's. I've age. married <laughs> meltdowns. And there's nothing. Once it happens, then it's just it's a it's literally a landslide. Yeah. Like you're just watching your the backyard slam into your house, and there's nothing you can do about it. It's put your hands up, slowly back away, <laughs> yeah. and check it again in ten minutes. Or run, baby, run. <laughs> <laughs> Why does it have to be so hard? I don't know. I, you know what, though? I, I don't feel like... I have a theory thinking, why it's like this. I'm thinking... Go ahead. Say, it, say your theory. The Teenagers become this way. It makes them, it makes it so much easier to get them out of the house. Oh. oh so it's like built in. It's like, like built in like... Humanity. At 18, yeah, leave. So it's the same reason why babies are cute. Like, there's so much work if they weren't cute. It's right. like a... It's a if a baby had an attitude the whole time, you wouldn't take care of that baby. <laughs> What were you going to say, Kimmy? I am thinking back, though. Like, I don't really remember the dynamic between a lot of my friends and and their dads. I remember it between their moms because there was always, like, that one girl that got away with, like, 
calling her mom terrible names, and you were just like, oh my God, did, I, you, did you hear that? She I, said bitch. I do remember watching a girl call her mom a bitch. Yeah, and it, like, like those those uh, interactions stand out in my mind way more than any fight with a, with a dad. All right, so as long as my daughter doesn't call me a bitch, we should be okay. <laughs> yes. There will be a, another girl out there that takes a cake. Hopefully it's not your daughter. Oh, yeah. yeah. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. The NFL owns all of us. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to the final four teams left in the NFL playoffs, we know who we're all, who we're all rooting against. Yeah. But is the team that reminds you most of the Bills really the team you want to win it all? Uh, now I don't know. Yeah, you know, the breaker runs just classic rock, 96.5. WCMF, it turns out. Right now, mm. the Detroit Lions are America's team. <clears throat> oh, how yeah, can you not love these That guys? makes sense. So they're heading to San Francisco Sunday night for a chance to play in their first ever Super Bowl. They are big-time seven-and-a-half-point dogs right now. Mm. And it turns out everyone in America wants to see the Lions win the next two games. A poll done by SB Nation shows almost half of America has chosen the Lions as the team they want the most to win the Super wow. Bowl. Half of America. That's pretty big, buddy. And that makes sense. I mean, first off, everyone loves an underdog. They've never made a Super Bowl, let alone won a Super Bowl. Oh, wow. So they've never been in a Super Bowl. They've never been in a Super Bowl. Tommy, they haven't won a road playoff game since 1957. (laughs) Oh, my God. Fun fact. Yeah. In 1957, the last road playoff game the Lions won. Mm Mm-hmm. In San Francisco. Oh, really? No kidding. Were they the 49ers and or some... It was like probably Team the San Francisco seals. terrible name of a person you can't <laughs> yeah. say in a microphone right. anymore. But, Tommy, like when you look at the Lions, mm-hmm. their plight is a lot like the Bills. Mm-hmm. They've played years of bad football. Right. They're in a blue-collar, depressed region that's slowly on its way back up. Mm-hmm. The fans for the Lions live and die with their team. They know football really well. Mm-hmm. And they do all that despite heartbreak after heartbreak. Like... Bills and Lions fans are that Spider-Man meme where they're both pointing at each other. Mm-hmm. We are the same people. So in that way, I mean, I assume both of you guys are pulling for the Lions yeah. this weekend. I love that coach. Uh, Dan Campbell. Yeah. yeah. He's insane looking. Biting kneecaps and crying for his players. And he looks like he could play. 
He looks so. He looks like he's in better shape than half his players. It is amazing because he only wears a T-shirt on the sidelines, and this is. I know you're going to come after me for this, but like that dude's shoulders, yeah. through his T-shirt, they're massive. What is what is that guy doing? And he's got a half a Neanderthal head that looks like you could you could just you could just punch it. And it wouldn't do anything to him. I love it when is. you start with, I like this guy, and you finish with, he's got half a Neanderthal head. But he does. He's got, like, that protruding forehead. Honestly, it is amazing, like, the new wave of coaches, how in shape those guys are compared to the, the generation before them. <laughs> Belichick. Like, you even look at the guys that are better around. Belichick, yeah. Andy Reid. Andy like, Reid looks they, like he's going to die any minute. <laughs> I'm trying to think, like, were some of those guys ever in shape? No. I they well, maybe just kids. No, Andy Reid came out 24 pounds out of his Wait, Wait, isn't, didn't he do punt, pass, and kick? He did, yeah. and he was the fattest kid by a long <laughs> He's shot. enormous as an eighth grader. You can go watch a video on YouTube. It's Andrew hysterical. Reed, punt, pass, and kick. It is the funniest thing you've ever seen. So, Kimmy, you're pulling for the Lions this weekend. Yeah, I think I think it's natural to root for the team that's never been there, the underdog. I, I always think, uh, for the most part, people will, if their team's out, that's the next team you root for. Okay. All right. Listen, all you Bills fans, mm-hmm. I am saying this not for this weekend, right. but for times moving forward. Oh, for the future. Yes. Why? I don't know if we as Bills fans really want the Lions to win. Why? Okay. Things are not super fun sometimes as a Bills fan. Mm-hmm. In fact, most of the end of every season is not super fun. Yeah. Yet, in our darkest hour... As we grapple with the birthright of cheering for this what team. What you turn it into Churchill? That's right. And I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> But in those times, we can comfort ourselves with a single sentence as Bills fans. What's that? At least we're not fill in the blank. Okay. okay. The Lions have always been that team we could finish that sentence with. At least we're not the Lions. Right. And here's the thing. If the Lions win this weekend and then somehow play well in the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. That's one less team on that list where you can go, well, at least we're not the fill in the blank. (laughs) And here's the problem. That list of at least we're not blank is getting smaller every single year. Tommy, Mm -hmm. there are 11 franchises other than Buffalo that have never won a a Super Bowl. Which is insane, but yeah. Yeah. Almost half the league has never won a Super Bowl. That is crazy. Well, because Tom Brady sucked up all the energy for a few years. (laughs) Well, I mean, Brady... Yeah, those teams go on run for like a decade. Yeah, Yeah. San Francisco, Dallas, you had Pittsburgh on a nice run for a while. Look, but of those 11 other franchises, Mm -hmm. a few of them are starting to show major pros. Well, Cincinnati would have to be one of them. Cincinnati's one of them. Jacksonville's another. Ooh, yeah. Cleveland is a team who's never won a Super Mm -hmm. Bowl, as are the Chargers, who just hired Jim Harbaugh as their head coach. By the way, Jim Harbaugh entered the league uh, two days ago. Mm-hmm. He automatically, instantly had the highest winning percentage in the NFL when really? he took that job. That's how well he did in San Francisco. <laughs> so right now, Jim Harbaugh, who hasn't coached in the league in yeah. what, like a decade, right. has the highest head coaching winning percentage. But the point I'm making is, mm. those aren't teams anymore you can't point to, yeah. can point to and go, at least we're not them. Because in all sincerity, we, all lost, up. And we lost to half those teams this right. year. And of the four teams that have never made a Super Bowl. They never even got there. All of them look like they have bright futures right now. Detroit's one of them. Jacksonville's one of them. They're playing well. Has Atlanta been to a Super Bowl? Atlanta has been. They've lost twice. Remember 28-3 to the Patriots? Cleveland has never won a Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. Their defense They've never been to a Super Bowl. Yeah, they've never been to a Super Bowl. And the Houston Texans have never been to a Super Bowl. But they won a freaking playoff game this year with a rookie head coach and a rookie quarterback who looks like the kid can play. Mm Mm-hmm. Look, I love the Lions story. Well, somebody's going to get there before us, probably. It doesn't have to be that way. If the Lions lose, well, it all starts all right, again we, next all season. All right, you reset. Yeah. And, like, look. The I G- still can't root for these other teams. Like, I can't get 
My mind, I can't root for San Francisco. Who cares? Why can't we root for San Francisco? Because it's San Francisco. It's a nice place. You got everything. Shut up. <laughs> I don't need you. You got a fancy new stadium. The weather's always halfway so nice. You, so your thing's more like the city itself. It's if it's geography. too fancy, you can't root it's for too fa- it. I never like Baltimore. <clears throat> I don't know why you don't like Baltimore. Baltimore is a crap hole with a nice harbor. Well, it's a slumber and a then? harbor. That's all it is. So you can't harbor. root for a city that's too nice, but you also can't root for a city that's right. too crappy. Too crappy. And, I, okay. and, and Kansas City is just worn out. They're welcome. I don't need to see every other egg Kansas City. Okay, I'm with you there. Yeah. Right? They're just all over the place. Yeah, that's fair. So they they become de- the new team to root against. Give me Detroit, sure. man. They're fun. They're gritty. It's a it's it's a town that des- they, they deserve it. I, they do deserve it. And look, it breaks my heart cool to say stadium. this. stadium. The stadium's not that cool. It looks cool. I mean, it's an old Ford factory, but it's like watching a football game in a mall. But it looks, from the air, it looks pretty cool. From the air, it's a dome, <laughs> idiot. No, when they do the aerial, they show you downtown. You see the top of the dome? Yeah. See, there's Ford on there. Check that out. Pretty cool. Very cool. No, look, I'm with you. I love- The Ford I, Corporation owns the team. Every time I have gone to Detroit for You always have game, a ball there. You make it sound like it's Vegas. They're the greatest people. Remember, I told you, uh, last time I was in Detroit, I ended up at 3 in the morning getting drunk with an outlaw biker gang in a bar in Greektown. Mm. And to this day, me and one of those biker guys still text each other. Bro. He was texting me this weekend. Yeah. I was texting him during the Lions game. Like They're the, the kindest salt-of-the-earth people. Mm. And it breaks my heart to think this way. Yeah, But selfishly... As great as the story would be, mm. I don't want to be the last team where everyone can go, well, at least we're not the Bills. So who you going to root for? I don't Kansas hate. Kansas City? No, I'm not. of course not. Well, then it's Baltimore. I don't hate Baltimore. I actually like watching Lamar Jackson play a lot. I really. Well, he is exciting to watch. He's, you know, but I mean, yeah, I mean, both of those guys are going to be fun to watch. And look, I understand cheering for Baltimore <clears throat> could also bite me in the ass because that's a team that could go on a run for the next sure. four or five years. Yeah, and absolutely. I get it. But, like, I mean, I don't know. There's that disrespect that Lamar Jackson had in the offseason where, I mean, he's going to win another MVP, like yeah. two MVPs, right? The guy's obviously a great quarterback, mm-hmm. and everyone's just like, every other team in the NFL had an opportunity to make an offer to him this year. Everyone was like, yeah, nah, was weird pass. pass. Yeah. And he's going to, he's on the verge of taking his team to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like you like Baltimore. <sighs> Or San Francisco. Right now, I like any team that's playing Kansas City. Yeah. All right. And here's the thing. Like, I know when I turn on that San Francisco Lions game, the blue-collar, downtrodden football fan in me is going to start. It. Yeah, it's going to start yeah. pulling for the Lions. It is. Yeah. But it's an illogical, poor future choice for a Bills fan. <laughs> it is. Like, we got to look at this thing mathematically, <laughs> man, man. And here's the other thing, too. I don't want to hate people from Detroit. No. Because if they win, you're going to hate them. Um, I don't think so. If they win, I, I, would, I would be happy for that team. Yeah you, yeah. Probably, yeah, you said the same thing about Kansas City six years ago. Yeah, but then they wore, let them wear out their welcome. First, let's get there. Yeah. I mean, the Bills that they win are going to wear out oh, their yeah. welcome if they're going to run. If, Every team Sure, does. but they're, that's, I'm them, so that's fine. Right. I'm happy to wear out my welcome. <laughs> I am that person. Yes, you are. But, like, let's think back throughout history of teams that we pulled for that were plucky underdogs as Bills fans. I mean, let's be real. That first Super Bowl that the Patriots went to, when Brady comes in and he runs the table and all this crazy stuff, right? I don't even remember it. We cheered for them because they were going up against the Rams who were looking to pull back-to-back Super Bowl wins. And Adam Vinatieri wins it on that field goal, and it was a remarkable finish. I remember my, my dad was at that Super Bowl. Was he? He's Where was that one? That was in New Orleans, I think. Oh, okay. man. Your old man was a butthead. <laughs> the great Big Easy. But <laughs> Rolling I, his cooler around. I was in my grandpa's Showing house. Showing his bosoms. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, the beads he came home with. 
Oh, I bet he did. The ones that didn't get stuck in his spiky hair. <laughs> oh, he saw some racks. In the mirror at the hotel. No, but I remember like jumping up and down yeah. when the Patriots won that Super Bowl because the Patriots weren't a threat at that time. Sure. Backup quarterback kid. Wow, just what all... a fun story. And oh, no. Yes, they proceeded to torment us. And then yeah. when Kansas City made it to their first Super Bowl. Yeah, that was did... fun. And because they had struggled a little bit before that. Right. And then, yeah. Fun story. Andy Reid, he yeah. deserved it. He had had all the success, couldn't get over the hump. I yeah. mean, Patrick Mahomes, he's an interesting weirdo kid that nobody yeah. gave a chance. Six straight AFC championship games. I'm telling you guys, I'm telling you, we've been down this road before. Yeah. You don't want want to pull for the plucky underdog because they will torture you and <laughs> torment you and make your life hell. All right. Keep it in mind. All right. Keep it in mind because you don't want to hate yourself 25 years I already bought the Lions flag and everything. Put it up. Your face <laughs> does look like the Lions logo because your hair is slicked back. Mm. You've got a giant forehead yeah. and you have all your teeth. And blue is his color. <laughs> blue is your color. It is. After the end of a good fight, deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. We want things when we want them. Oh, yeah, yeah. Whether that's at lunch or whether that's at 3 in the morning. Mm, on demand. Yep. But for folks that want things in the middle of the night, a problem has shown up in Rochester. I don't even Where would you go anymore? And that's just it. All the stuff we used to have access to for 24 hours a day ain't there no more. I know. It's a shame. You're hanging out in the break room. Rochester's Classic Rock, 96.5. WCMF. The overnight scene in Rochester is all but dead. Yeah. And we're not talking like clubs and bars. Tommy, back when COVID first hit, mm-hmm. lots of restaurants and grocery stores really scaled back oh, their Oh, yeah, hours, they had to. Right? First Ghost to, town. And the first to go were the overnights, mm-hmm. right? Diners that had never closed all of a sudden were dark at like 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. Grocery stores that barely had locks on them sent their employees home. That was the nicest thing, having Wegmans open 24. I'm like coming home from the comedy club. And running in there and just grabbing everything bad to eat. You could always count on Wegmans. Oh, yeah, they were always there. And it was, always, it was packed. And it was very strange when it first happened. Yeah. Because based on the history of shift workers from Kodak and Bunch oh, yeah. and Lom and GM here in town, mm-hmm. we just kind of assumed that once COVID went away, everything would go back to normal. Mm-hmm. Well, four years later, it hasn't. Yeah. Both Wegmans and Tops, they still close overnight now. Jay's Diner, the staple of the 24-hour, oh, yeah, right? They aren't open in the middle of the night anymore. Even the staples of late night living, the fast food drive throughs and the gas stations are almost all quiet after midnight until like 5 to 6 in the morning. Yeah. It's like Fort Myers, Florida. Yeah. Everything closes at 10. It's done. Yeah. What is the reason? 252-WCMF-252-9263. Why is Rochester not an overnight town anymore? 
And it is weird, too, because you go an hour down the thruway and, you know, a city like Buffalo, stuff's open until like 4 a.m. Yeah, oh, it well, is. Last call's 4 a.m. <laughs> yeah. in Buffalo. Yeah, she's really? right. Right. Like, there are still shift workers here, right? Like, apparently not enough. Yeah. We get people that call us at 6, oh, between yeah, 6 true. and 7 in the morning that say they're just getting off of work. Those people. Where do you go get drunk? Great question. Because well, there used to be bars that were open in the morning for shift workers. Well, yeah, I think there are things that open in the morning. Well, no, but, but he meant there were bars there, there that were bars, alcohol. Yeah, in the morning because, guys, that was their 5 o'clock. I think that still exists somewhere because I know nurses that do that. I don't, you That's know scary. I, well, they're off. Yeah, drunk when they get nurse. off of like their shift. Drunk-ass nurse is my favorite ribs Arkansas. She's a drunk-ass nurse. You better ask for another one first. <laughs> <laughs> But like at Kimmy at like three in the morning. Yeah. If I, if three, I take, yeah, I don't know about that. Nothing. Yeah. If I take my lunch break at two three in the morning, working overnight, where can I hmm. go to get a sandwich? You can't. Where you can get a brown bag? Yeah. So. Where can I go to get a cup of coffee? For God's sake. Yes. So probably they can't afford to reopen those places that shut because they don't have enough people to fill those positions. That's either. a great point. I hadn't thought about that because they're hurting for staff workers during the day. Because we were talking about Waffle House. We're dying to get a Waffle House up. I there. would kill for a. Waffles. It's the greatest invention of all time. But it's 24-hour. Yeah. And it's in the South. They, I wonder if they wouldn't come up here because they can't be open 24 hours. 252WCMF, is there a 24-hour diner left in the greater Rochester area? And if it is, where is it? Because I know Jay's is closed. I yeah. don't know what Mark's Texas Hots Yeah, those used to all be 24-hour. Gitsy's yeah. and joints. Well, it's not called Gitsy's anymore. I know. It's something like, else. Look uh, how old we are. I know. Remember Gitsy's? <laughs> Remember <laughs> when they called it Gitsy's? Uh, Mark's Texas Hots is open 24 hours, according okay. to Google. Okay. Uh, so is Denny's on Westridge Road. Well, yeah, I mean, if you have a chance to eat at Denny's in Greece. <laughs> Man, I haven't thought about a Denny's in years. Well, bro, you didn't go to prom in 2004. That's true. That was like the overnight West Side Kids spot. Yeah. You want to go to Denny's yeah. and get yelled at by the manager? Um, and the only other one that's listed when I Google it is the Burger King on Lyle Ave. So I don't know if there's hours? more. 24 hours? Probably yeah. a drive-thru. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so you got three but two options, sit, two sit-down places, right? In and nothing on, and nothing on the east side. Well, that makes sense. Nobody on the east side works. Unless shift this work. is just a just a small snapshot. Let me see if. Uh, oh, there's others. Where do okay? But let me put it this way. Yeah. So I take West Henrietta Road all the way from Lehigh Station in every yeah. day up Mount Hope, you mm-hmm. know, over the bridge, right? And before COVID, there were a dozen businesses. Oh yeah. That were open on the way at three o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. Now. The entire route from Lehigh Station down West Henrietta Road through Mount Hope all the way into whatever. There is a single 7-Eleven gas station that is open, and that's it. And it's open. That's the only thing that's open. All past seven gas stations. Mm. Six of them are closed. Yeah. All of them used to be 24 hours. All of the fast food places I passed that used to be open, even the coffee shops, closed. Jay's Diner, closed. Yeah. Closed, 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 <laughs> closed, closed. And there's something that's, it makes me uncomfortable. What do you mean? I, there was a comfort driving in well, before I mean, COVID. They, yeah, things were popping. Well, they, well, they weren't popping, but like there was life. If I needed yes, I something, mean, yeah. you know, I could. I, I never needed it, but it's like, oh, it was there. Yeah, and it's not there anymore, and it makes you feel like you're living in like the middle of a desert. There is a romance to the overnight life, not late night. I'm talking overnight, early morning people. I agree. It's with a you. different. It's a subculture. That's probably gone, and it ain't coming. I mean, probably it won't come back. <laughs> and it ain't coming, coming back. back. But you know what I mean? No, I do. Like, there's something really nice about going to a diner at 4 o'clock in the morning and watching the sun start to come up mm-hmm. while you're eating your sausages. Yes. Right? There's something nice about, like, having that instant bond with someone that has to be awake at this hour. Yeah. 
Because yeah, like you you're both, in the same club. Yeah, you both mm-hmm. go through the same thing, and mm-hmm. it sucks. It's like an after hours thing. Yeah, exactly. And it ain't here anymore. It's all gone bad. Two five two WCMF two five two nine two six three. We're talking about how uh, when COVID hit Rochester, which used to have twenty four hour everything, mm-hmm. everyone scaled back their hours. And I think we all assumed when COVID was you know passed, it would go back to the way it was. Yeah. And it hasn't, because yeah. not even Wegmans and Tops are 24 hours anymore, right? They close. I didn't know Wegmans closed, period. Yeah. So, like, I we're getting Facebook messages now saying we don't need this stuff, right? Like, okay, Facebook message comes in from Jim. Jim says, if you're only serving 12 customers a night in a big grocery store, what's the point of staying open past midnight? They're losing money to do it. And I get that. Well, it was a yeah. skeleton crew. I yeah. mean, it wasn't like it was packed. Like well, one or two people. Yeah. Right? But you do have to have the lights on. Yeah. And the sure. Are running yeah, that the cashier. Stuff. Yeah, all that stuff. Mm. But, like, here's the thing. What? You're right. The overwhelming majority of us don't go to Wegmans at 3 no. o'clock in the morning. However... When your kid was sick. Oh, yeah. You or, think so? Yep. You had to go to Wegmans at 3 o'clock in the morning. Or when your pregnant wife said she wanted a milkshake with pickles mixed <laughs> yeah. in. Right? Yeah. Like, you had to go to Jay's Diner because that's the only place. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I had to take my wife. She would wake me up at 3 in the morning, and we would go to Jay's Diner so she could have pie. Yeah. And that was the only place I was open, but yeah. we had fun. Like, I, I, those are very fond memories for sure. me. What do you do now? It stay at home sucks. But like, what if, if my kid, <laughs> let's say my kid runs a high fever yeah. and I got no Motrin. Where am I going at three o'clock in the morning? You can't. Is there a drugstore? Where would that be? I don't know. 7-Eleven. What's the, what's, what's the markup of 7-Eleven cold medicine? God, I don't even want to know. I remember when I had to get Neosporin one time at a 7-Eleven and I couldn't believe how much. Wait, can, let's back that up. Mm. You bought Neosporin at 7-Eleven? In Daytona Beach, Florida. Is that when you put that cigar out by accident on that woman's face? You got it. Got to do what you got to do, man. Baby, I love you. Let me get you some 7-Eleven Neosporin. $8. And that's when $8 was $8, $8. buddy. $8. I could have taken her out for a steak dinner for 8 bucks. Yeah, you also could have not put a cigar out on her face. <laughs> I didn't do it. By the way, you... Not on purpose. No, I said by Complete accident. accident. I like said by accident. Rick James torture chamber. Dear God. 252 WCMF, 252-9263. Let's talk to Bobby. Bobo, what's up, buddy? Uh, morning, Bubba boys. Yo. Hey, uh, yeah, there is this place that's open on the west side. It's uh, it's called Mama Duffy's. It's the all-you-can-eat buffet at midnight. <laughs> Why are you laughing at that? It's not funny. It's not funny. <laughs> But did he run out of here? Like, oh, uh, quick drop on that Mic one. drop. <laughs> Phone drop. All right, let me ask you this question. If you had two massive 24-hour places that sold everything, yeah. like big grocery store, think Walmart, yeah. on each side of town, do you think they'd make money overnight? I think they would. Because even Walmarts are closing now. Do you know that? Yeah. I would think that, that I think they'd be at least you had one option in each side of town. Like you put one in Greece, you put one in Pittsburgh, like yeah. right on the edge of each side. Right. Pittsburgh wouldn't allow something no, like that. that would run about. The lights must be out by seven o'clock so the <laughs> native birds could come flock back <laughs> yes. to the canal. No, but is that one out in Victor, right out the expressway? Yeah. I mean, like, it's just strange to me that not one place has picked up the mantle and been like, you know what, <laughs> we're going to take this because I know there's a need for it. 252-WCMF, 252-9263, a man who is, they call him Mr. 24 Oh, really? Yeah, that's true. Ben's on CMF. Hey, Ben, what's up, buddy? Not much. How are you guys doing? Good, man. What's up? Um, So, in the morning when I'm heading out for work, none of the gas stations are open. I head out at, like, 4.30, mm. and the only gas station that I know of that's open by the time I get to work is the Quickville in East Rochester, 
That's it. All right, so there's your tip of the day. Right. <laughs> yeah. hey, um, real quick, uh, I, I don't know if Skyler or if you guys have his information, but I was thinking about him getting a tattoo, and I want him to do it. So I don't know if you can pass that on to him or if you can hook me up with his info. Okay, tell you what, uh, you're on Twitter, right, Ben? What's your Twitter handle? At not so smooth Ben. At not so smooth Ben. There has never been a more descriptive <laughs> yes. Twitter handle in the history of Twitter. I know Skyler said Todd Skyler. Mm. We'll figure out a way to get you guys yeah, hooked up, yeah, right? Yeah. Because here's the great part right. about it: Skyler could just practice on you. Because what are you going to do about it? <laughs> I'm dying to know what tattoo he wants. Well, you know where he wants it. Oh, well, where would you put that? Tattoo? Well, Ben, I mean, you know, he's a guy. He's got. He's a professional, right? So you can't have it out on your arm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You, know, yeah, you gotta yeah, have yeah. a place where you can hide it if you need to. Oh. Well, he was thinking about getting a tattoo on his tongue. No. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Scott would <laughs> tattoo his tongue. Yeah, that was the plan. Uh, <laughs> and Scott would go. Oh wait, I misspelled that. I had to go back. <laughs> <laughs> they call him the human potato. Yes. Ben, thanks for the call, buddy. Have a good rest of the day. All right, have a good one, guys. All right, there goes Ben. Look at that. We're hooking up <laughs> break listeners with business. <laughs> business just popping all over, man. Richard writes us as we talk about nothing in 24. Nothing 24 hours of Rochester mm. anymore. Uh, Richard writes, Burn Dairy is 24 hours, I believe. I miss closing the rink at 2 a.m. and then going to Wegmans to shop and grab a calzone. Ooh, those calzones were great. Late night calzone. Bro, that's who this hurts the most is beer league hockey players. Oh, I would think, yeah. Because like, you you're so hungry after you get off the ice. Sure. You pull into the Taco Bell or you pull into the McDonald's mm-hmm. and you order $9 worth of stuff off the dollar menu and you completely wipe out all of the exercise you just did for the past <laughs> two hours. Yes. No, I knew things were bad in this town. Yeah. When Stevie T's on Lyle Avenue. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. They close now. Really? They close their doors now. They have hours. They end up, they close at like 2 and 4 in the morning, I think, depending on what night of the week it is. Yeah. Like, that was a place where if we couldn't sleep or we were out partying at Gates. Go down to Lyle Avenue, get something to eat. Yeah. And then get something to eat. Come on, folks. <laughs> but no, like, I, I remember, so I took the kids and my wife, like, once every couple months, we'll go to Stevie T's to get our annual West Side play, yeah. right? Because that's where I grew up. Mm-hmm. And I saw the hours on the door, and I was sad. Was what? How late? I think it's like two, four in the morning, three yeah. in the morning. But like every week. But I don't mm. know, like there was again, like there was something great about the party's done at five in the morning. Let's go get breakfast. Yeah, place. the romance of it. We're yeah. gonna watch with the wood paneling on the wall. The sun come up out of the windows of. Tom's. I do feel bad for young people coming up Why that, that they don't have those experiences. Yeah, partying all night and going out and getting something to eat. Yeah, that type of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. What are you gonna do? Make they're not them, gonna have that. You're gonna make them make themselves. Pancakes? No, they're gonna go down to go home. Go down to go home. <laughs> you shouldn't make drunken pancakes. It's dangerous. Yes, and it's not gonna taste as good. Mm. Let's take one more call. Two five two WCMF two five two nine two six three. Ed's got the last word. Hey, Eddie, what's up, buddy? Hey, Duffy. Just to let you know that Seven Eleven on Lehigh and East Henrietta. I am the overnight clerk. Hey, I, look at I, that, buddy. Just, I just got off of work, so uh, you're right. We're usually 7-Elevens. You should be open 24-7, but we're the only one now. There's three in the area, and we're the only one open 24-7. So Ed is by himself holding on his back the Mm. entire 24-hour scene in Rochester, New York. Hey, I I tell people, come in. I, I work to 10 to 7. Come in, keep me company. Stop in, say hi. I got the music cranking, and you don't know what you're going to be listening to when you walk in. See, that's the problem with 7-Eleven yeah. right now. Their, their entire advertising budget yeah. is Ed saying that to his <laughs> friends. I got the music cranking. <laughs> uh, Eddie, keep fighting the good fight, yeah. buddy. Thanks for the call. Yeah, thank All right, you. There goes overnight, Ed.
overnighted. I don't even know what I would. The funny thing is, like, I wouldn't even know like what I would go to a Seven Eleven for anymore. Like, I knew what I went there for when I was a kid. Okay, you mean like inside what, the Seven? Yeah, like, yeah. like, like if I was getting off work late, yeah, you know, it'd be like beer, porn, handbag, <laughs> head home, right? And something to eat. Yeah, but I don't do any of that stuff anymore. Well, Seven Elevens are like little grocery stores. Yeah, yeah, they are. I mean, but, like, yeah, it's got every snack you need, yeah. right? And $25 ibuprofen. Yeah, and no porn. (laughs) That's probably a good thing. It's what they've taken from us. (laughs) They did. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. 